This is episode 58 of the Homeowner Show. Whether you're DIY or looking to hire, we're here to bring you the best options and information for you and your home. I'm Craig Williams, and Kevin ain't here because he's sitting at home. I don't know what he's doing. He's probably listening to some other podcast tonight. Uh, But tonight, it's just me in the studio, but I have some tremendous guests that I'm going to bring on here in just a second. But if you guys have not yet... You're probably listening to this show because you've already experienced the amazing content that the Homeowner Show is bringing you. So go ahead and hit the subscribe button because you're just going to download the next one anyway. And you can go follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And as always, we're at Twitter, but we're probably just not going to you know, engage you over there because we're not hanging out on Twitter. But we're there. If you just like want to you know, send us something over there, I mean, like we'll, we'll look at it, but we're probably just not going to respond. Facebook and Instagram are a much better bet. You can find us on YouTube, you know, so hit all the notification bells or, you know, that goofy app that Kevin's using. You can click on the donkey. I don't know what it is. But anyway, tonight, this is the long anticipated, particularly here in Texas, the long anticipated air conditioning episode. Uh, Yeah, we've got affordable air repair in the house with Jay Hugh and Jojo. How you guys doing? Doing wonderful, my man. Glad to be here. Thank you for having us. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here and, and help you guys out, you know? So we're, uh, this is my wife, Jojo. You know, she's helping me in the office and, and everything that we can do to provide Conroe, Montgomery, Spring, the greater Houston area, affordable air conditioning, you know, and you really help and go above and beyond for the clients out there. Yeah. And so by, by helping you in the office, you mean in charge? She's the boss. Okay. Pretty much. All right. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So I still, still have the boss that I answer to, you know, I, we've been running this show for two years now. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I still, uh, still have that one that I answer to every day on a day-to-day basis. He likes it. It's okay. It's it's consistent. It is. Yeah. Consistency is key. Life and business. They just, they're just merged right together there for you. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so how long you guys been at this now? Two years. So we started this, I was in full-time operation and then I was also working 40 hours for another company trying to grow as much as we could and, you know, really just... Well, so you were, you were doing AC work for like your, your business and, but you were also working for somebody else at the same time. Oh yeah. Yes. That's like 80, 90 hours a week. I mean, that's a yes. lot. yeah, that's crazy. The moment he'd get off work, he'd go to work. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, yeah. you'd run four or five calls a day and, you know, come home and have those two or three at night that you're having to take up and pick up in the subdivision or in the area and, you know, really just trying to help people out Yeah. and, you know, busy is everything for sure. It's hot here in Texas. Everybody needs air conditioning. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. how far you can stretch yourself is is really the name of the game. Yeah. So how how long did it take you to to eventually make the leap to you know full time? Yeah. So we were now is our second year. So our second year, the January first will be our third first the first quarter of our third year. And then I would say we were in business for about a year and a half, mm-hmm. working for another client, a, a commercial company, so a larger company, just learning, gaining wealth and knowledge as we went. And really, we got pushed out of the nest and told that it was time to go out on our own. And yeah. So here we are. Thank God we did, though. <laughs> honestly. Yeah. 
you know, it's been, it's been fruitful for sure. You know, taking care of people has always been my motto in anything that I do. And you always get taken care of when you take care of people. Yeah. And well, and I know for our show, I mean, we, we have a lot of people who are homeowners, but we also have a lot of guys who are, who are business owners sure. that listen to this show. And, and for those guys, like what, what for you was one of the more difficult hurdles to get over to, you know, start your own business, to get out on your own? Yeah. So walking away from the guaranteed money of working for somebody else, you know, having the Monday through Friday job, the eight to four, whatever you want to call it, you know, it's, it's scary. It's a scary transition. You know, she came from bartending and that was kind of a what if paycheck. And now she's a teacher. So she kind of feels that comfortable paycheck that's there. And, you know, it's always scary, you know, and it's like, taking a step of faith, you know, you got to walk on water, like, you know, it says in the Bible and the, (laughs) and just trust, trust that at the end of the day, you're going to be taken care of if Mm. you do what's right. And that's what we live by. Yeah. I mean, every day we we're wondering, Hey, is is the week going to fill up? Is is Mm. things going to happen like that? And, you know, for instance, today we, we had a slower week at the start. Today's only Monday, not (laughs) slower week at the start on our books. And then, you know, Monday came and we filled up our whole week like that. So, I mean, it's, it's things like that, that happen that keep you, you know, hoping and praying and keep you humble. Really, Was that one of the scarier things for you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it was like, it's the risk you got to take, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? You got to risk it for the biscuit. That's how I felt about it. I knew we were going to make it because even with my paycheck still, like if you project what you want, you'll get it. Yeah. It's a sense of how bad you want it and what you're willing to do. And since he does such good things and he helps the community, I knew we'd come back our way. Yeah, absolutely. It's full circle. Yeah. And actually that's one of the big reasons we wanted to have you guys in the studio. I mean, we, we actually connected over, over Facebook Sure, Mm -hmm. and uh, a lot of mutual friends that we kept seeing kept referring you, kept referring you, kept referring you, referring you um, so much so that we, I mean, we actually uh, had you come over and do a project for us. Absolutely. We'll we'll get into that here in a minute. Absolutely. It's a good project. uh, Yeah. And so, but, but I mean, like, has that been, uh, I mean, from the outside looking in, from, from my perspective, it's like, oh my goodness, like, you know, affordable air repair is just absolutely beloved in the community. I mean, has, has that been a fruitful source of business for you? Absolutely. Yeah. Fa- Facebook. 100%. Yeah. You know, and I tell my clients this a lot, you know, we as a company growing, we try to utilize where we spend our money correctly. Right. So advertisement is always something that people look to put money into. Sure. And we try to figure out the ways to be the most cost effective with that. So yeah. we have been very successful with Facebook and, and trying to advertise and market on those avenues and things like that. And, you know, for the most part, we don't have the the marketing dollars that are put in place. A lot right. of it's word of mouth, you know, mm-hmm. and that's where our biggest biggest attribute to our marketing is, is word of mouth. Is our clients. Absolutely. We're forever grateful, (laughs) you know, because it's so hard to take a chance on somebody that maybe you don't know professionally or, you know, you'd rather go with, oh, well, everyone goes to Walmart. Why don't I just go there kind of thing? Right. So it was a big, it was a leap of faith for us, but also for them. So 
Trust we're just is everything. Grateful, yeah, yeah, that we're at this point. We want to go further, you know. Absolutely. Well, I mean, like, and you guys are I mean, obviously in a great market. Sure. And, I mean, it gets ridiculously yes. hot. Absolutely. Crazy hot. <laughs> it's Every crazy building hot. has an air conditioning. Yeah, and and when it goes down, I mean, people revert back <laughs> real quick, <laughs> oh right? I mean, I mean, yes. I imagine you've experienced that. Like people, like you've never even met them. They might get angry just because it's like, and it's not. Absolutely. They're not mad at sure. you. They're just like acting primally because they're uncomfortable. Right. And that's that's something we deal with a lot. You know, you have every type of people or persons in this world that, you know, you never know what you're going to run into. You know, for sure. And having parts on hand on the truck that way we don't have to go out and get repair or parts mm-hmm. at a supply house and things like that. I mean, we can't stock it all, obviously. But, right. You know, we're going to have the majority of the stuff out there that continues to break down, and it speeds up our process. So it keeps our clients happier because we don't have to wait. They don't have to wait in order for us to come back and make that repair. Mm. So it saves trip charges. It saves days. It saves people missing work. It, I mean, a lot of things get or get played into that for mm-hmm. sure. And if he doesn't, we've brought like portable air conditioners to people's houses to make sure at least they're cooling for at least one night until we can get everything ready to go for the next day. Hmm. So yeah, having having portable air conditioning in Texas is important yeah. as an air conditioning company because there are those special times where you know you can't make that repair that day, that same day and yeah. giving somebody that option. I mean, we have home air conditioning portable units, you know, larger commercial units, those are something that we're still trying to get funds for, you know, because larger commercial units, they cost a little bit of money. So I would imagine they cost a bunch of money. (laughs) So having that option, that's something that we will get to in the future, but we always want to be able to give our clients the best, you know, whatever that may be. We go above and beyond in anything we do. And I feel like that's what you should offer to every client every time. Yeah. A lot of people in Texas don't get that anymore you know right. I've, I've seen i've come from a lot of bigger companies the high well-known companies and you know you you learn or in, in my terminology you eat the meat spit out the bones mm-hmm. you, know, you you figure out the good things about the company that you want to pursue in your company and you know the bad things you obviously learn from them you learn how to implement changes in order to not make those things happen and then you know you try to be the best company you can be you know it's it's a growing thing for sure. No mm. company's perfect, no matter yeah. who you are. That's for sure. Now, do, you, do you guys tend to, or, and you may not do one or the other, but do you focus more on residential or commercial or how do you guys go about that? We do a little bit of both. So, I mm-hmm. mean, in the commercial aspect, we can do it all. We can pull resources together to make any project happen. So I don't want to say that I'm not capable of doing it. It's right. just a matter of getting the right minds together to make the project happen. Yeah. Right. But when it comes to commercial, we do a lot of maintenance and service for the commercial realm and then a lot of maintenance and service and installation for the uh, residential side. That's kind of where our bread and butter is right now. Okay. You know, when we grow this thing and we get a little bit more techs and more trucks on the road, the right people, you know, we're obviously going to look at doing things a little differently, you know, with the commercial side. And hopefully that will bring some more installs and things of that nature. But, you know, yeah, residential, that's our bread and butter. That's what I've done for 13 years nearly. So, I mean, yeah, you kind of go with your gut and you you know what to do. Yeah. So uh, what should people be looking for? I mean, because not everybody, you know, can, 
you know, at least not yet hire affordable air repair because, sure. you know, not all of our listeners live in Houston or even Texas. Absolutely. You know, what, what should people be on the lookout for when they're, when they're trying to hire an air conditioning company? And what, I mean, what are, what are like some of the, the, the key, you know, signals that, you know, like this is a good company? Good question. So license number one, I mean, here in Texas, and I don't know how other states are, I've only lived in Tennessee and Texas, but yeah. uh, it requires a license to do my type of work. So What's the license here? It's a tenant or Texas it's T-A-C-L-A. T-A-C-L-A. So it's Texas Air Conditioning Refrigeration License. Okay. So it's basically a company or a accredited place out there that you have to go take tests. You okay. have to get these books and study. And once you pass the test, you know, there's hoops that you have to jump through for sure. Yeah. So once all of those hoops are jumped through and, you know, you get your card and you get your license number and that's advertised on your trucks and things like that. And you see the documentation of this company's legit. They're giving me their information. It's right. not just a title head of a business name and some chicken scratch on the side. You know, they will give me formal quotes printed out or emailed or stuff like that. And always having the visualization because a lot of companies out there, they'll they'll try to have the good look right. you know, and, and sure. things like that. But Facebook reviews, you know, all of your reviews on your social media platforms and things like that, that's key. Calling them up, seeing how they respond on messages and phone calls and, and things like that. I mean, I think that would be important too. What, what are your thoughts, babe? Right. And make sure they have a logo on their truck. They're familiar with the codes and everything. And... There's a website, it's texastdlr.gov that you can look up any license okay. in the state of Texas. Yeah. Totally like cosmetology, plumbing, any license. Okay. So you can look it up through there as well. You just type in the technician's name or, or whoever the, com the company, company name, name would that should work too. a little faster. Yeah. Yeah. But and yeah. I imagine that's done through like the Secretary of State. I imagine that's that's Maybe. most that's most states. Maybe because I mean, so. that's where you have to I register would, your business usually. Right. Yes. Yep. So yeah. I mean, registering your business, you got business insurance. So I mean, that's something that you yes. need to absolutely offer your clients as well because accidents happen out there. You know, we're all human beings, and you know, the worst case scenario could happen one day. You yeah. Know, and you want to make sure that your homeowner number one is protected, but not to mention your business is protected. Absolutely. So, Having all of those things implemented and, you know, being able to offer your clients discounts if they're military members, nurses, teachers, you know, first responders, you know, that's a good thing to help out in the community, you know, and we're, we're big on helping out the community. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I think it was a couple episodes ago and I may be getting this wrong, but I, I was talking to somebody recently where they were telling me they were doing some background checks on a company they were looking at hiring. And, and so they went to the state regist registry to look them up. And come to find out they weren't an actual business. Oh, wow. And and so like just, just that little step yeah. that like most people don't take saved right. him from getting involved with a business sure. that, you know, may have not treated him Is right or legitimate? been able to do the job right or you know, all that kind of stuff. Or, you know, and if, because if you're not, if I mean, at, at minimum, if you're not incorporated, you're probably not insured potentially. I mean, like there's, there's ways to do some of that, but like, sure. you know, like you say, do your diligence on this stuff. Absolutely. You know, it's and very I think, important. I think a lot of people feel guilty about calling up companies and like questioning them. 
Yeah, you know, not like accusatorily, no but like be, you know, honestly, you shouldn't. You, I no. mean, you shouldn't be scared to ask that information. Yeah, that information, especially if someone's coming into your house and your home, like. Yeah, I mean that That's information fine. should be publicized, you know, because mm-hmm. it's code and code books for that information to be public information. Yeah, right. <clears throat> so, I mean, with that, you homework is key, no doubt. Seeing the and sometimes you don't catch it until they're in your house and you see the work that's being done. And, mm-hmm. you know, you can kind of second guess yourself and be like, man, are they really the type of people that I should have hired, you know, off, off of the work that's being produced, yeah. you know, cause that, that happens a lot, you know, in air conditioning in general, it's hot here in Texas. It's hotter in the attics whenever the work's getting oh, done. Yeah. So certain steps have to be taken in order to make sure that that job's getting done correctly. And your guys, number one, aren't killing themselves. Yeah. Because that can happen. Heat, heat stress and heat stroke is a very serious thing here. Yeah. We've had to deal with that with him. Mm. Bless I mean, his heart. And she she was she was telling tales on you last time we we talked. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, it was these two. Um, it was this old couple in our neighborhood, and they were so sweet. But their house was like above eighty degrees or something. It was mm. hot in there. And he just told me he was like, "Well, I just couldn't quit." Throws up again. I'm like, no, babe, please. <laughs> like, I know you care, but like, I care about you too. Like, yeah. I want you to be okay. We end up at the hospital. Sure enough. <laughs> 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 I mean, it's sweet because, like, he really, he really, truly cares. Yeah. Like, that's not a. Sometimes, I mean, thing. you got to do what you got to do. Sure. Yeah. You can't leave people in situations without I air conditioning. That. But bring Gatorade or water. Yeah. Just let's be safe too. <laughs> but no, I mean, like you know, just just spending time with 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 you guys so far. I mean, like I, I, I mean, just the service aspect is like I'd rather me feel that way than they feel that way. Yep. Sure. You know. Yeah, that's um, that's that's where that's coming from for sure, but. Man, I I could not be up in the attic that long. I do a little bit of work up in the attic, but I get out of there as quick as I can. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough. I mean, and I have like cooling vests that pump water through the vest and mm-hmm. stuff because keeping your core temperature is important. I yeah. Mean, that's where all of your vital organs are. So yep. if that gets hot first, then you're done. You're, you're toast. Yeah, you're, you're done. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin was actually telling me he had a a solar fan installed in his attic. Yep. That really significantly dropped the temperature and, and you know and, and you know decreased his you know the, the amount of power he was using to cool the home, but like also sure. kept the attic a lot, at a lot lower temperature. That's have cool. you have you run across that? Oh yeah. So we actually can install attic fans as well. You okay. Know, we, we have contacts with roofers, great roofing contacts that in, can ensure that once the fans in, the roof is sealed up and it's not going to have a leak or anything like that. Once we come back and, you know, we can do solar or we can do, you know, the wired in ones, Mm. you know, so as long as, you know, anybody wants that done, we do blown in insulation, install air conditioners, mini splits, air conditioners, commercial air conditioners, and, um, you know, pretty much anything in that realm, custom houses, you know, that's something that there's a big need out there for people have these custom outlooks that they want in their house and, you know. It takes a certain design to make that happen, a certain engineering mind to see that project through. Yeah. So that's something we specialize in. You know, we have a lot of people that we can pull in together to utilize Mitsubishi equipment or, you know, ducting, specialized ducting can be installed in houses and things like that to really increase the airflow and increase the comfortability in your house. Yeah. 
For sure. I mean, I, and I'm glad you you mentioned that because it's something I try and ask all my my AC friends is like, what is what is your genuine opinion on the mini splits? Because yeah. I, I know with you know the tiny home movements going on, I'm like, this is what they're putting in these things. Absolutely. You know, what what are your thoughts on them? I think it's the way the world is going to. Yeah. You know, because they make some that you can say you have four rooms in your house and you have this air conditioner that's utilizing four different fan coil boxes inside with one outdoor unit and you can heat and cool each room simultaneously. Right. So it's a, it's a very neat thing. A lot of technology out there, a lot of high tech, you know, schooling and training that has to be done in order to be able to install these systems correctly, not to mention service them. Yeah. And, you know, I love them. I mean, they're, they're great systems. They come with great warranties, you know, from reputable manufacturers and, yeah. you know, you, you really can't beat them because they can utilize areas that, you know, you wouldn't normally be able to put an air conditioner. Like the one we're sitting in right now. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're receiving the benefits of it right now. Absolutely. <laughs> cool and comfortable in here and no duct work. Yeah. And it's huge, huge things. So, and this, this was a weird room to cool. Yeah. I mean, just because yes. of the angles of the ceiling and sure. all that kind of stuff. So yeah, we were, I was, I was lucky to get hooked up. No doubt. So. It's, a, it's a great thing. You know, air conditioning, I couldn't carrier Lewis carrier or whatever his first name is. Don't get me lying to you. <laughs> He's a great man for inventing air conditioning. Oh yeah. Day. Absolutely. Mean, Especially I here live without it. <laughs> no. What was, I mean, and, and, and you may not know, but like for some reason I, I seem to remember it was invented for something specific. It was something about that had to do with newspaper ink. Was that what I'm it was? Correct. I'll have to look it up. I'm going to Google it right now. <laughs> I mean, don't hold us to this, guys. Right. But, you know, she found something on it one time. And, you know, I don't know. You know, I, I remember back we talking there, to my great grandma yeah. and great grandpa and stuff and them saying that they used to use a block of ice and a fan to cool with. And, I mean, that was something back in the day. Oh, yeah. But it's crazy to think where the world's came since then. Oh, yeah. It really, really is. I mean, I, I still see some people innovating a little bit with it. I mean, the, the people using misters yep. to, yes. to cool off outdoor spaces. <laughs> yep. Um, and, I mean, it works. It yeah. does. Um, Absolutely. I, I actually know that's what they do at Disney to yeah. actually keep the parks cool. They have, like, a sophisticated misting system they throughout. They have that in Mexico. Yep. Oh, did they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I mean, any way you can bring down Literally. that temperature, you're you're working wonderful. I'm a happy girl. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Did, did, did you find it? Yes, yeah, actually. Well, yeah, it was. It was about controlling the humidity in a printing plant. Okay. So it was. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, there nice. You go. Was it, was it like newspapers or was it like books or does it say? I'm sure I could find out. Ah. But. That's just interesting okay. to me. Like, was it, it wasn't for people. Carrier worked sure. in that newspaper plant, apparently, from what it said. And he oh, okay. invented that air conditioning to reduce the amount of moisture in there because they were printing paper. Oh, and it allowed the, it allowed the ink to dry quicker, I, I guess. That. Yeah. Because yeah. it was pulling the humidity out. Yep. So. It's crazy, man. I mean, it's, it's a science you yeah. know, for sure. It's, it's not something that can just be thrown in. And unfortunately, it happens a lot here in Texas. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. And Which then is, the client pays, has to pay for it in the end. Oh, well, don't I know the that. The sad part. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man. Well, and, that, and that's something that you told me uh, re- repeatedly is like, this is, this is a science Absolutely. Yes. and that it's not a cooling system. Right. No. And, and what did, you told me it was what? We remove heat. Yeah. We don't create cooling. 
So that's something that's a lot of people don't understand that they're like, yeah, the vents are blowing cold. It's working. Well, yeah, it's blowing cold, but we're also removing the heat in the house. Mm -hmm. So a big misconception, a lot of people will close their doors in their bedrooms and stuff like that. And they'll be like, it's hot in this bedroom. Yeah. Well, it is because you don't, the return may not be in that bedroom and it's Mm. not bringing that air back through the system. So Airflow is a science, refrigerants a science. I mean, you have to understand air conditioning to truly be able to give your clients the benefit that air conditioning was invented for. Yeah. It's not just buy an air conditioner, buy the ductwork, put flex runs here and here and hope for the best. Right. And a lot of people out there do that. Sure. I mean, if they're doing it, if it, they're DIYing it. Right. kind of right. what you're describing. Sure. I mean, or finding somebody that's put them in before and you know it's you know our cheap bids you know we fight it all the time cheap bids Mm -hmm. and i'm sure you find it in pest control i'm sure you see it in other areas of your life but you know i've had to learn a lot from life in general and cheap bids and paying for what i get and you know i've i refuse to have this company give an image that it's you're not going to get what you pay for Mm. You know, I, if I have to go above and beyond and, and make sure that that happens, you know, which we're in business to make money, obviously we're, yeah. we're going to try to do the best to, to make that happen too, but we're not going to get greedy, you know, and sure. we've seen a lot of those companies. I've worked for a lot of those companies that they grow really quick and they, you know, their morals and their ethics go out the window with it. Yeah. And, and you may have had the same experience with me. Anytime you watch a company that's grown really fast, I mean, from my experience it has been because they're looking to sell it. Yeah, and right. that's possible too. You know, um, and that's, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I mean, like you know, no. good, for, good for you if you can sell a company for a profit, and that's what you're in the business to do. But you know, it doesn't really serve the customer. That's correct. Potentially, you because know? what happens when that new owner doesn't have the same ethics and morals that the previous mm-hmm. owner or yeah. standards? Yeah, or standards and quality yeah. of work. Yeah. Because then, I mean, and it happens, turnover in this industry for employees and employers is very high. You know, Mm. it always has been in air conditioning, but um, trying to find that right person, you know, it's key. You know, that's where we're at. You know, we need to find the right people to bring into this avenue to truly give the benefit that everybody out there deserves. You know, we can teach people, we can help people learn this industry. You know, I've came from the bottom. You know, I started out installing air conditioners, sweeping the floor in the shop at the dad company my dad worked at and moved into service, moved into sales, kind of did the commercial aspect and, you know, running my own show now. It's, you know, I've seen nearly every side of this industry and I'm still growing every day. I'm still learning. Not to say that I know it all, but, you know, I have enough knowledge and skills that could be passed on to people who are truly wanting to learn and truly wanting to come up in this industry. And those are the people that I want. You hear on that my people? <laughs> yes. I'm looking at you right now. The ones who want to make the change, come on with it. I mean, we, we could always use good people. Yeah. You know, the, the world could use more good people. Right. Absolutely. So more you know, good trades people. We need a lot of those. You know, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I think it's a dying art. Well, the DIY is coming back, but I'm talking like truly dedicated to your craft. Yeah. Like Jay who is, you know, that For sure. we need more of that. Absolutely. That's been our kind of hold up on 
and getting an employee and everything because he's so I mean he's top notch in his work so he expects that if you're gonna carry our name right yeah no doubt. so it's trying to find that person to kind of like hold the torch you know yeah maybe someone sure. we can train or it's it's one of the hardest things to to bring on people and get them to operate at the level that you know as you as the owner operator have yes. been doing yes mm-hmm. um you know, and it's it's almost like letting other people take care of your children. Correct. You know, pretty much. Yeah. Correct. It's hard. I mean, they have control over your clients if they're in their houses and mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, and you want to make sure that you have the right people in that piece. You know, in that puzzle. So yeah, relinquishing control it's it's difficult. You know, yeah, for sure. You want to mentor and you want to nurse this thing that you're growing and and try to make sure that it's protected and you know it's safe and things like that but i mean your arms can only be stretched so far yeah and eventually you're gonna have to have the trust to put into other people to help you grow more yeah hiring employees is really hard one of the other hardest things to do when you own a home is to get a new roof or to bid out solar. Yes. Uh, and Drone Quote is the company that can bring these numbers to you, that can bring these companies to you and actually get you three separate bids for each of these things for your home. And it doesn't even require an appointment. What they do is you bring, you send them the numbers, you send them, you know, copies of the bill, you send them a picture of your electrical panel, and then they figure out what you need. And then they send a drone out to do a a survey of the property and they get you the quotes from three companies in your area that are local, like affordable air repair, except for roofs and solar to get these systems installed in your house. And let me tell you guys something. One of the most difficult things to do is to have appointments with salespeople. Mm. It's the worst. Mm. (laughs) Gotta love it. Because most of the time they understand that you don't want to meet until you get off of work. And so you're having appointments between five and eight in the evening to make decisions about a $30,000 roof or a $60,000 solar system or a $20,000 roof. And these are big financial decisions. And so Drone Coat wants to come in and be that gentle intermediary that does the work for you, makes the meetings with these salespeople they're actually not meeting with salespeople. They're just going directly to the company and getting the prices for you. And then you can make a decision without ever having to talk to a salesperson. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. That, it's a beautiful yeah. thing. And you get to see a drone. Yeah. So it's, it is, you get to see that cool drone. You get some yes. cool photos of your house Sold. too. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> awesome. You can't beat that. Yeah. Man. So if, if you guys need that, if you, if, if listeners of the homeowner show need that, you can go follow the link in the, uh, in the show notes, or you can sign up for the email and that comes out in their email every week. So, what is, in y'all's opinion, the most common breakdown in the air conditioning system for the homeowner? Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, you have you have different parts that you you try to teach your customers about. That way, they can be aware of problems that could happen down the road. Right. So, such as capacitors. Capacitors are like a 
built-in battery backup for or built-in battery for your motors. Mm-hmm. So your compressor is a motor, your fan motor that spins on top is called your condensing fan motor. You have a blower motor inside and all of those motors take a, an initial jolt of energy to start them, yeah. which is where it comes from that capacitor. It's almost like a starter for the Correct. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Okay. And once I know those, some things. Yeah. Just once, enough to get into trouble. <laughs> <laughs> once they get weak, I mean, obviously it's not going to start. So, yeah. you know, whether that leaves you without cooling or heating or both or, you know, things like that, you know, that's a very common repair out there is a yeah. capacitor change out. And, and usually when that happens, you'll almost kind of hear like a humming noise. You can. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's your motor trying to run, but it's not, which is in theory damaging that motor because it's getting hot. And yeah. It's sending current through it and not spinning. So, yes, that's why we always tell our customers, if your air conditioner isn't working properly, if it's not blowing cold air and you notice a problem, turn your system to off and Mm -hmm. your fan on on. And if you can hear your indoor blower motor running, then that's a good sign. Okay. You know, but what that's going to do, if the system's froze up, that will give it enough time to unthaw until somebody can get there to look at it. They don't have to spend extra time on site waiting for a system to unthaw. Right. So, so like I have a bad capacitor. Mm-hmm. Is there something I could have done to prevent that capacitor going bad? Or is that just like, look, things just break down over time. That is a little bit of both. Okay. okay. So we have maintenance plans that we offer to people locally in our area. And we, you know, we travel kind of wherever, but depending upon where the area is, there may be a trip fee or a trip charge. But maintenance is key, you know, maintenance on anything. You get your truck or car maintenance, you get your oil changed, you get your filters changed, your tires get changed. Yeah. So eventually, you know, things inside your air conditioner are going to need to be either one inspected and looked at and, you know, instruments hooked up to it to test them to make sure that they are okay or, you know, change them out. You know, capacitors are, I tell my clients, they're a consumable. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot like a battery. They will need to be changed out periodically. Yeah. But if they're failing quickly, then we know that there's a bigger problem out there. We yeah. know that we need to find that root problem in order to ensure that these capacitors aren't going to be kept and keep needing to be changed out. Yeah. Because nobody wants to spend money on air conditioning, let's just be honest. You know, it's yeah. out no. of sight, out of mind. <laughs> but, I mean, when it's down, yeah. you know, that's usually when your rush is in, you know, right. and then that's when people feel obligated to have to spend that money. Yeah. We want to make it as painstaking as possible. You know, we try to educate our clients into what you're spending your money on, why mm-hmm. it broke, why what we could do to prevent this from happening in the future and you having to spend this money again. Yeah. You know, and, you know, you may have to get some accessories and th- some things to make that happen, but, you know, it's protection. You know, you're, you're protecting your car from things happening down the road by getting better filters or better tires or using the better oil and things like that. So why wouldn't you do that for an air conditioning system that costs almost as much as vehicles now sometimes a little bit more (laughs) so you're a service club member for us you get like priority scheduling you get discounts on repairs we just we hook you up (laughs) take care yeah and so like and and, you know you know this this episode's going to be up forever so no one's going to hold this to you you guys right now but like what is your service club like what does that cost so annually, right for, for one system for the seasons. Here in Texas, we t- technically we say have we have two seasons, seasons okay. winter and summer. Hot, cold. Okay. So yeah. $50 per season per system or $100 annually for one system or 200 for two systems. So, okay. 
you know, it kind of goes from there. You know, we do do some discounts if you have multiple like five Especially five commercial plus clients. seven systems. Right, right, yeah. You know, and we definitely do some some good maintenance for our commercial clients. Well, there's plenty of residential homes around here that right. have four We've and five some, systems. Well, oh, yeah. I was going to say we had a big custom home that had a, quite a few systems. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we do anything to to make ourselves stand out and be a little bit different from the current competition that's out yeah. there. So. And, right. And so aside from like the the scheduling and the and, and some of the discounts, what what else do you get with that? Okay, so you get energy efficiency. So a clean unit is a healthy unit is a unit that's going to run smoother, better, use less power, yeah. things like that. So we water wash outdoor coils, make sure that the grass clippings and stuff, whenever your yard people or you come and clean your yard and, you know, all of that stuff that can get sucked up into the unit, Clog we want to make sure that that's freed up and clean. Okay. So you get an inspection report of your full write-up of your system. So amperages, pressures, temperatures, the works get written up on this. And we look at cleanliness. Cleanliness is always on our mind when it comes to air conditioning. If the unit's dirty, we give you a write-up of repairs. And then with that, you get a 15% discount on price guide repairs, which we have a level one through seven price guide repair mm -hmm. that, you know, you have straight pricing and discounted pricing for all of our club memberships. Okay. So huge benefit there for you having a professional come out to your house twice a year, check the things, you know, that could cause potential problems and, you know, cost you a lot of money in the long run, trying to save you money and keep things running smoothly and efficiently. Preventative maintenance. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's, everyone hates it Yep. until they have a problem. That right. Could have been prevented. Spend yep. <laughs> a little bit now so you don't have to spend a lot later. Yeah, it, absolutely. Sure. It's it's tough. I mean, everybody wants to know where to spend their money the right way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's for sure. I do. It's hard for me to spend my money on things that I can't see uh, uh, something coming back to me or right. you know, yeah. me getting my money's worth. And, you know, that's that's everyone. You yeah. know, everyone wants to feel like they got what they paid for. Yeah. Why wouldn't, why shouldn't they get that? You know, and that's what we live by. You mm -hmm. know, we will, if they'll leave clippings inside of your condensing unit or thrown out, you know, we don't want them to get sucked right back up into the unit. So <laughs> we'll bag them up and to put them in your trash can you yeah. know, and make sure that they are away from your air conditioning unit. So mm. just little, little ways to go above and beyond finding things that could be potentially dangerous. Yeah, for sure. And I, it helps keeps our clients' loyalty, which helps keeps us going. It's just the circle of life, you know? Yeah. We give back, we get back. It's all good. Awesome. It helps. Yeah. So another one that I've, I've run across a few times uh, at friends' homes, and, and, and I think I've had it at mine, is when you get ice outside on the, uh, on the unit. Yep. What, what's going on there? So a couple things can cause a unit to freeze up. You know, you have lack of airflow, you have dirty filters in your house, which filters, t t depending upon what the, the quality of your house is, if you have animals, obviously they're going to bring and produce a lot more hair. Right. You know, change so filter. change your filter, you know, monthly is key you You're know, listening to some, to this. To some things. You've probably forgotten. Uh, yeah. yeah. Change your filter. <laughs> so change, change your filter. You know, you want to make sure that 
uh, your blower motor is working correctly and that's spinning and, and forcing air because that will cause your system to freeze up as well. So where, where do you, where's the blower motor? That's in the attic. In typically. the attic. Okay. Yeah. So typically in the attic or sometimes a mechanical closet, it's going to be your indoor unit. If okay. you, if you have a, a unit that's separated indoor and outdoor, right. They make all types of air conditioners. So your blower could be outside, you know, it could be a self-contained unit outside sure. as well. So, you know, your blower motor in general, the airflow has to be moving in order for a refrigerant to not freeze. So that's number two. You know, you check those things, make sure that those are working. And then if those are correct, then you move out to the next step, which is your refrigerant. So you hook up your gauges and you make sure your pressures look yeah. okay with it running. And if you're in freezing temperature, which Fahrenheit, 32 degrees, everything right. below that freezes. Same thing with refrigerant. So certain steps like that can cause a unit to freeze up. Dirty is one thing. So yeah. that's why we always look for that cleanliness like I was touching on before. Yeah. And, and I, refrigerant is something, you know, I, th I think a lot of people go, you know, like nowadays, if you're kind of a DIYer, you're going to go to YouTube. Sure. And they're going to, you know, be telling you, yeah, hook up these gauges. You can put this refrigerant in here. Should people really be messing with refrigerant? Absolutely not. Yeah. So <laughs> you have to have certifications to handle refrigerant. So different types of certifications from the EPA. You know, that's the people who monitor and regulate our atmosphere, if you want to call it that. Sure. But, yeah. You know, an they're environmental protection. Agency. Yeah. Yep. Environmental protective yeah. agency. So love and. Like, there, that's a test yeah. as well. Yeah, so, it's the EPA. I mean, like for for guys like us, like we love and hate them at the same time. Yep, you know, I'm sure, because love hate relationship. Yeah, and everything you have to use. I right. mean, it's it's tough because you have to be certified to handle different types of things. I mean, yes. and if you're not, there's big penalties that can come into play for that. You know, and if you're not handling those correctly, not to mention just being able to handle them. Right. You know, that's you know, it's big time penalties for sure and nobody wants that nobody can afford that well and it's because you could potentially be creating an unsafe environment absolutely. for you and the people who live in your home absolutely Isn't there something getting um phased out in 2020 so yes epa has talked and there's always been rumor spread of the old refrigerant the r22 the I was gonna okay, say, okay yeah. yeah so i don't have the the notes or anything on that yeah. she may be trying to find it online but until you, that Google. until that comes <laughs> you know there is word out there that r22 is going to be phased out come okay. january 1st of 2020 so whether that happens you know we it's kind of in there at this point to me i haven't heard from like my parts houses and things yeah of that you're nature. right it's january 2020 so so what what, what when that point comes, you won't be able to add refrigerant to those units anymore because more than likely they have a known leak and, you know, the Environmental Protective Agency doesn't want more gas being dispersed into the atmosphere from Destroying a known leak. Destroying the ozone yeah. layer. So, you know, that's one thing and they'll probably force their hand on trying to get people to change their units to the new stuff. Yeah. You know, which is what I foresee happening out there. What's the what's the new stuff? R410A. R410A. Okay. So it's technically cleaner for the environment and things of that nature, from what the EPA says. But this isn't the first time that they've changed refrigerant. Uh -huh. So if you look at automobiles, they changed automobile refrigerant. Yep. You know, and and things like that. So. Don't be surprised if this is not the last change in refrigerant. <laughs> so, I mean, 
as the world grows, we all learn. We all learn better practices, better techniques, better things that to be need to be implemented. And, yeah, you know, we all have to learn from mistakes too. Well, and so if I if I understand what you're saying, you know, people people who have systems that operate on R22 are not going to be able to use the new refrigerant in their old system. That is correct. R22 and R410A refrigerants do not mix. Yeah. So, you so you're going to have to buy a new, whole new. It's, you know, yes, technically you would have to buy the air conditioning side of your system. That would be the outdoor unit and the indoor coil, whether that's, you know, whether you're utilizing electric heat or gas heat, you know, that you can have build different packages. For right. That. So, yes, in theory, I mean, you're going to be required to step up and get the new unit. I mean, at that point, I would think they would have no other way to do that. Yeah. I don't know what refrigerant my system uses. You may know, but... 410. It, oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, good. Yes. Uh, <laughs> good. Well, I, so let's, let's just say in theory it was, you know, the, the older one. And I have a, I have a gas furnace. Mm-hmm. So I would just have to replace the outdoor unit. And the indoor coil. And the indoor coil. Unless, so certain coils, they have stickers on them and they'll say that they can utilize R410A or R22, you know, and things like that. You have to clean the coil if you're going to utilize 410A with a Mm -hmm. 22 coil. So you have to make sure all the oils are out. And then the metering device or the expansion valve or piston, whatever you want to have installed there, has to be R410A capable. Okay. So that's what meters that flow of refrigerant inside. So yes, your outdoor unit, your indoor coil, and the metering device have to be 410A in okay. order to use it and then cleaned. Awesome. Well, so are there any other refrigerants that they're using in you know systems like what we use in the home? Or In the home, typically you have some conversions from R22. I mean, they're not the best conversions out there. And like, say, if you have a leak, you're going to leak out some... They're, they're a blend. So they're a blend of like four different refrigerants. Some yeah. will leak out at different boiling points and then you'll have to take it all out and put everything new back in. Yeah. So it's not the best thing to do out there. Of course, they're going to sell it to you because they want to make their money as well. Sure. Mm-hmm. But, corners. you know, utilizing that the brand specific is always important to us. Getting parts from the manufacturer, not off-brand parts and things like that. Using parts that are made in America, you know, that's important to me. So, you know, having things like that just to ensure that you're getting the, what you want. Yeah. And, and is there, is there, I mean, other than just being patriotic, <laughs> is, is there, is there a reason you like using American parts? I mean, patriot, patriotism, I guess, is one big thing sure. for me. Knowing that like China, for instance, it, there's a lot of stuff that's made in China and you hear the, the tale that uh, it's cheap Chinese junk and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you get that, you know, and you always want to hope that America makes things better, stronger, faster, whatever you want to call it. But yeah. I don't know. I guess it's, it's keeping things here local as well yeah. too, you know, cause there's been a lot of manufacturing plants that have been moved over to Mexico. Sure. I mean, and that's a big thing. So keeping jobs local. We keeping, like people having jobs. Yeah. Right. Keeping, and we're a local business too. So it kind of just, we want to put out into the universe what we receive. Sure. Yeah. So that's just kind of always been our brand, our thing. 
Yep. I mean, if, if we could find people that was making it in Texas, you know, we would do that as well. That's why we use Goodman equipment. Hmm. Goodman equipment is made here in Houston. I'm glad you said that. I was fixing to ask, like, what's your favorite? Yep. Goodman equipment. I mean, it's our brand that we've chose to install in homes. I mean, all air conditioners are technically the same. They all have the same internal components. Sure. The first and very most important day of that system's life is the first day it's installed. And then after that has it's maintained you mm-hmm. know what i mean who's maintaining it who's taking these steps but no i mean your your warranty's key with equipment you know who what warranties you have from the manufacturer with your parts and what warranty you have with the uh contractor for your labor yeah you know so those are big things with us our new systems come with 10-year parts warranty five-year labor warranty and then we can also step up and give your system clean coil guarantees Mm -hmm. with adding some accessories so those are always things that we tell our clients about because it's huge benefits to you it's free money that you can register i mean we register all of our equipment for our homeowners it's a thing that a lot of contractors out there air conditioning contractors in general do not do just leave to the to the homeowner they leave it to right. the homeowner and then Who, the homeowner typically doesn't understand it they'll forget about it they'll think sure. oh, what's their importance yeah. of that to me that would have been me if i was not with him Absolutely. <laughs> so i personally can appreciate that and that helps he'll come to me and speak on like well does this help this because i'm the quote unquote common folk because sometimes when he speaks like God bless him I don't know what half he's saying <laughs> I love him but <laughs> it's just it's a it's a true science and for as long as he's been doing it it's it can be a little hard to follow because he's so like he'll yeah I think everybody just, knows what I'm talking about I don't know I mean I have yeah. I have to definitely simplify things sometimes right too. yeah but you know it's but he does that for our clients too and that's big for me as well because i would want to know like i just want that peace of mind that some it's not some joe schmo coming in oh look look at this person she doesn't know what she's talking about so let me just go ahead and charge her this charge her that tell her this is wrong everything like that he does the total opposite. He'll tell you what's wrong. He'll give you options to fix it. And like, this is, if this is what you have, we can work with your budget on this. And he can like, even if you want to go up there with him, he'll show you things. It's cool. Mm, like, sure. Give you the true. Very hands on. School of hard knocks. Yeah. A little bit. Now, I think, I think probably just about everybody's had the experience of, of going to like a big box store yep. and mm-hmm. buying something from someone who has told them, oh, well, this has a two year warranty. Correct. If you register it and go through For the rigmarole. Correct. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, you know, and, but they, they end up just sending you home with that paperwork. Right. That you just stick in a drawer and Correct. do nothing do with. anything with. Yeah. And so, so you're, you're actually like saying like, look, I'm going to advocate for you by just, I'm just going to take care of this for you. Correct. Yeah. Yes. That's I mean, fantastic. so so a big thing, you know, with air conditioning warranties in general. Okay. Say a contractor installs an air conditioner in this location. If they don't register the equipment, it comes with a standard five-year warranty. If they register the equipment, you have a ten-year warranty. Yeah. So it's a whole another five years that you get for parts if they break. Yeah. It's like. It's it huge. takes 10 minutes. Right. I mean, it takes 10 minutes to register that warranty. Yeah. And yeah. so like what, what's, what's like the most expensive part 
that would be covered on there. So like, so people would have an idea of what kind of money they're, they're potentially saving. So compressors, uh-huh. coil change outs and things of that nature, depending upon, you know, manufacturers, obviously, but compressor change outs could be over thousands of do- thousands of dollars. I mean, you, you're depending upon what ton it is, you know, you could be looking at one to $2,000 or sometimes more. And that's just upon, for the part. That's just part and possible installation. Okay. Too. You know, there's there's variables that play into it. You know, is the refrigerant clean? Can we utilize the same refrigerant? Things of that nature. Yeah. But typically, when a compressor fails, you always swap out and get new refrigerant. You clean the system up. You put new filter dryers in and just make sure that it's as clean as possible because you're spending a lot of money on a repair. You want to make sure it lasts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So b- before we get into talking about my weird house, <laughs> which yeah. I definitely want to want, want the audience to, uh, to have a chance to hear about what you had to deal with up there. Um, what, what's, you know, and, and so if it's me, that's fine. But what is, what has been one of the, the more odd situations that you, that you've run into that you've been able to, to help out with? Sure. So, I mean, your house is a good instance for sure. <laughs> uh, that's encouraging had, to hear. We had <laughs> custom home build clients that uh-huh. reach out to us and, you know, there's certain jobs that some people don't feel comfortable doing as air conditioning contractors. And I understand it. You know, there's certain steps that have to be implemented in order to do things correctly. Right. So, but, you know, custom homes where spray foam, in, for instance, I mean, those are big jobs that a lot of people scurry from, you know, but we like to give people resolve. We like to give people ideas. We like to come up with a plan of action so you can move forward with your life, you know, and I'll tell you straight up, you know, my company is affordable air repair for the quality and the, the service that you get with my company. It's affordable in regards to, you know, these other companies that are out there that are offering you and telling you that this is what they're giving you. And, you know, we're not the cheap company out there. Affordable is not cheap, you know, so, but giving you that peace of mind, our logo and our our slogan says it all service done right. So you can sleep at night. You know, you want to make sure at the end of the day, you lay your head down on your pillow. You know that you're been taken care of. You don't have buyer's remorse. You don't have that gut feeling that, oh man, did I get, you know, I get screwed over. Yeah. I mean, for real. I mean, we, we try to give honesty. Honesty is everything to us. So, you know, I, I kind of forget what we were touching on there. No, it was, we were, what's one of the more weird or awkward, weird, awkward situations. When you had to take a boat to get to a house. Yeah. I mean, we've, <laughs> that was, we've done those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, was it, was mean, that here? Or? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you have house boats. Up in Trinity? Yep. So, yep. and when, when the floods happen and things of that nature. So, uh, we have this terrible. gentleman that has houses on stilts and, you know, it rains a lot and Trinity River floods a lot. So, we go out on boat sometimes to go <laughs> service his unit. Yep. I mean, <laughs> you, you do what you have to do for your clients, yeah. no doubt. But weird, weird projects. I mean, shoot, man, yours is a a, a doozy for sure. (laughs) I mean, we, we had to put a lot of thought, a lot of time into coming up with a design that, you know, both of us could live with. Yeah. It's it's your home, obviously. Yeah. But making sure things got done right without 
compromising the integrity of the duck design. Yeah. You know, that was very, very important. Well, let's just go ahead and get into it then. Cause yeah, let's you know, do it. well, cause one of the things that continues to come up on, on our show is my, my house ends up being thrown up as like this, this token beacon example of weirdness. Yes. Where there's, <laughs> I love it. So it's definitely an unusual house. Yeah. And so <laughs> I'm glad that we have somebody that's actually like come in and done some work on it. So you can like, you, you can testify yes. that I'm not just like blowing smoke at people. Uh, (laughs) I mean, without, you know, touching too much on, you know, who put the system in and things like that, which we don't even know. We have no idea. So we can't even, you know, put a definitive answer. Right. So, I mean, with that, you know, smirch them if we wanted to. There was some (laughs) huge no nos that Uh took place in that house. You know, anytime you you look at cutting joists to run ductwork through. Yep. It's always something that you want to be afraid of. <laughs> you know what I Just mean? Because avoid doing. Yeah. Some yeah. of them are structural, some of them aren't, you know, and you always have the things that you can rebrace and stuff like that, but you know, coming up with a design to beat the joists and to get past the joists, you know, that's just Yeah. it's it's an engineering type thing. So you know, with, with how your house was ran before, you know, it was, it was definitely interesting, you know, for sure. It was, I mean, it, it took us several weeks to kind of like come, come to a consensus on like, yeah, what I needed, mean, I mean, kept coming up with multiple options, you know, for a house such as yours is, is difficult, you know, especially because certain things you can't do. Yeah. You know, certain houses require certain steps to be done in order for you to get your end result. So, you know, yes, your house was very unusual in the realm of how they ran the ductwork trying to get up to the upstairs. Yeah. You know, and if you do look on your Facebook page or my Facebook page, you know, it's one of our jobs that we've took a lot of pride in, you know, showing off and things like that because not a lot of people in our area perform and do duck installations such as that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you have duck calculators. I don't even know if most air conditioning contractors know what a duck calculator is, Mm -hmm. but it's how you size duck work in order to make sure that the air at the end of the run is going to get the required amount of air that it needs before it gets to that system. Yeah. So that knowledge, that skill, um, you know, and coming up with a design, you know, that you as the homeowner can live with, that's very, very important. Yeah. And like the budget they can live with. And and like you've experienced, it's not easy. No. It's not something that happens overnight. It's something that takes, you know, sleeping on sometimes and talking it over with your wife or your, you know, better half and, you know, having to live with some things that you didn't think you would have to before. Yeah. You know, for sure. Yeah. No, th- this was, I mean, this was definitely a, an aspect of uh, the whole project that we were not anticipating. Sure. So, uh, nor, nor was don't. I. Yeah. <laughs> nor, nor was I. I mean, you know, once we gave, we gave the initial bid, like we talked about before. Yeah. And, you know, I was assuming that that was everything, you know, but like I said, you know, I need to see what's going on above the ceiling in this master bedroom area to see what they did. Yeah. Know, because... It, it's hard to see behind sheetrock. Yeah. Period. You can't do it. I mean, and in order to, to make that design happen, you have to poke holes and and floors and yeah. spot where things are going and measure and do your homework. Do yeah. A lot of homework, a lot of design, a lot of calculation. Yeah. 
So yeah, it was, I mean, it was, it was a huge, I mean, I was huge undertaking on your part. Sure. So we had, we ended up having to make some tough decisions as well. Sure. So, I mean, and you know, again, decisions, we ended up having to, I mean, just to kind of, we ended up having to build a whole other wall just to accommodate what had to be done. Yeah. (laughs) And we have another wall to build Yeah. um, because of it, but it's, I mean, but now it's right. Correct. You know, and not like running rampant through voids in the wall. Yeah. So to speak on right and wrong, I mean, to touch on, cause not a lot of people know what we're talking about with his house. They haven't been in it to see the pictures. Right. And the pictures may not do them any justice, but anytime you're running cold supply air or cold air that, you know, comes off of your evaporator coil, it's usually about 52 to 56 degrees, depending upon the indoor temperature of the house. Mm-hmm. When you have that in spaces that are not insulated and it gets hot, that's going to condensate just like you setting a glass of iced tea outside. Right. And what happens when condensation's in cold, dark, damp environments, it starts to grow things. Yeah. So, you know, in, in your houses and for instance, they cut a 12 inch hole through a structural land beam and ran their supplier through it in a joist cavity with sheetrock on the ceiling in the <laughs> basement and then subfloor for the second floor. And yeah. that was what they were using as their trunk line. And, it's scary. I mean, it's scary to think, you know, who was in the house, you know, is this, can, is the, the, or the growth that's in this house, is it harmful to my breathing? Is yeah. it harmful to your kids that are in there? I mean, those are all things that you want to, to worry about. And I'm not trying to put scare tactics into things, but there's a right and a wrong way to do things. Yeah, right. absolutely. So my man, and you know, we're, we were happy to help and come up with an idea to, to make sure your house was right and make sure that it was airtight and, you know, susceptible to able to, you know, have your remodel done correctly yeah. for you. Yeah. And we're hitting the, hitting the tail end of it now. That's good. So. I was fixing that. <laughs> no doubt. So if you're listening, you're invited to his welcome party. Yeah. It's coming right. up soon. Yeah. We'll there, be there. There will, there will need to be many libations. Cause it is beautiful. <laughs> well, thank you. It is really cool. Yeah. We're excited about it. It's, I am too. It's cool. Uh, it'll be, it'll be nice to, well, at least well, it'll be nice to have my wife. Enjoy her home. Yes. yes. So it's important. That's we need happy that wife, life. happy life. Yes. So and it'll sure. just it'll just be nice to like, you know, we we just you know, I think I think we kind of feel like because we're in the midst of it right now that it feels like we bit off more than we could chew. Absolutely. Sure. But you know, I think looking back on it we'll be like, I'm just glad that we knocked it all out at once. Yeah. Heck yes. So Yeah, because you can enjoy it. I mean, things don't last forever. Everything needs a touch of work here and there, but Getting things done at the same time, at least you can relax for a little bit. Yeah. Or hopefully, you know, relax. Do you think for... y'all be done by the holidays? Oh, yeah. And having in laws and everybody in? Well, I mean, like, well, some of them are already here. Right, uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> so they don't have to try. Yeah, that's right. They, that's don't have to, they don't have to go that far. But, like, on, well, most of our family lives in town. That's good. Nice. So, um, awesome. yeah. I, one of the big motivations for us is uh, we actually went to a family reunion in Louisiana this past year. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we left going, we'd really like to be able to host that 
yeah. on our property, yeah. you know, and, but we, we also kind of walked away with the honest feeling like we really have a lot of work to do before we're ready to have that many people come out and enjoy the property right. like we would like them to. Sure. Um, we'll and so that posted listeners. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, but that's what we chose. We chose a project, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that, but like I enjoy projects. So it's no doubt. Yeah. And we have a little home. I mean, our first house, what's well, a project house too. You know, right. it's something we're going to put a little time, a little investment into. And, you know, it's, it's never fun, yeah. you know, tearing into something that was working before and making it new. Mm. But, you know, the, the end result is you always. You love it. You result. love the demolition part. I love demo. I love yes, demo. Yes, he's a demo guy. I, I am stuff. rather talented at it. He's a <laughs> so ball. Well, we got That's to do some sound. together. Yeah. We, yeah. Ri- we ripped some ceiling down, bro. That was nice, dude. All that wood <laughs> on the wall, just be able to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, it was. It was. It's it was. Gym and therapy. The present the I didn't time. want to unwrap. Right. But, but it was still fun to do it. <laughs> no doubt. I'm just glad. I mean, I'm glad it was fixable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, everything's fixable. It just depends on how much time you're able to put into thought and planning it out for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's an idea out there Yeah, you know, for sure. They can come up with it. Well, is, is there anything we haven't covered yet that you guys wanted to make sure we talked about? I think, no, I think we're yeah. pretty much no, covered it all. All right, good. Cause if so, it's going to be time for the final four. Are you guys familiar with the final four? No, sir. Fantastic. Even better. That means that you're going to be hit with like the fresh question and you're going to have the fresh answer right on your mind. These are the, these are the four questions that we ask all our guests. Nice. And so because there's two of you, you're going to be expected to answer them individually. I would separate you to see if you guys got the same, you know, we could do like a fun newlywed game. Yeah, that could be kind of fun. (laughs) (laughs) But we won't do that. We won't do that. Next time. Yeah. Next time. time. All right. So first question, what is the one tool you won't leave the home without? So, Here's kind of what we were thinking when we asked this question. I called Jehu on the phone. Jehu, I got a problem. I need you to come over right away and help me out. I don't tell you what the problem is, but you're going out the door. I got to go help Craig. I want to make sure I got that tool in the truck. So, so a big tool for me is my truck. So I, mean, <laughs> I, I have all of my tools on my truck. But oh, I mean, that's, that's that's kind of vague. But that's a, that's a good cheater answer right there. It's a very good <laughs> answer. so. Um, I don't know. I mean, and you know what stinks about that? Because she can't use that now. Nice. <laughs> well, if you were asking for me, I would say business cards. Oh, I'm that okay. side. Can I go that way? Or your cell or for phone. for you, you know, yeah. Even your phone is I've, a very important tool in technology nowadays. The Internet's, cell phone is our number one answer by far. Yeah. Right. Internet's very important. I mean, it, it solves a lot of problems and gives you a lot of answers, whether you trust those answers or not. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's out there for you. It's a tool, no doubt. Yeah. But, I mean, you try to give a general answer for that. I mean, it's it's good to ask questions when it's you're in those situations. What's going on? What's happening? You know, that way you kind of know what to bring. Yeah. Right. Words, for sure. Getting getting some some insight. Yeah. All right. So question number two, what is a job you have walked away from? Now, people take this this question a couple different ways. Mm-hmm. So it could be a profession that you walked away from or the way we originally intended is dishwasher broke. I tried to fix it, messed it up even worse. I had to call the repairman. Gotcha. <laughs> so you my get, garage door. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yes. What happened? 
So shout about, out Justin Robin Hodges. Oh, yep. okay. So shout out the Woodlands the Garage Woodlands Door. Garage you door. Know, they came in and they fixed me up. But um, when my door was installed, from I'm the first homeowner of my house. When it was installed, they kind of just shot some self-tapping screws into this metal, and I think they stripped it out. Okay. So with the weight of my door being pulled up, it ripped that arm out oh, of that wow. metal multiple mm. times. Mm. So I've tried to fix it multiple times, and eventually it just got to the point where the metal was bent and contorted uh-huh. in ways that had it had to have somebody else come fix yeah. it. So How long did it take him to fix it? It was probably an hour and a half, two hours yeah, that's, max. See, that's the part that's frustrating yeah, me. It's like, yeah. oh, you fixed it so fast. I yeah, know. <laughs> I know. I mean, and I probably had a little bit to do with it. I insulated the door, made it a little bit too heavy. So. Okay. But, you know, they taught me. They taught me something that I there didn't you go. think of. So. Right. Nice. All right, Jojo, what you got? Are you going to piggyback on the garage door or are you going to, you got something else? Well, on the other half of the coin, I left bartending for teaching. Okay. Yep. So there, there you go. Yeah. I'd like, I mean, bartending was awesome and everything, but it was a what if with money. And then like, it wasn't feeding my soul. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. I felt like I had like a purpose and that getting people drunk was not it. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> so I like completely, I traded booze for books. There you and go. And now I like help kids and that, I feel like that's where like God has placed my heart. So that's where I'm going to grow. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Question number three. You guys ready? We're ready. Yeah. Drum roll, please. <laughs> what or not what, how do you guys wind down at the end of a long day? Hmm. That's a good question. Netflix and chill. Oh, man. Our dogs. I mean, our dogs <laughs> Play with are... Play dogs. A okay. Yeah. Take like, them on a walk. What kind of dogs we, we, we rock in here? So we got three. We got a minpin mix of some sort okay. and then a rat terrier mix of some sort. Uh-huh. And then we have a boxer mix. Okay. So big, little, small, big, medium, small. What, what, yeah. what names? Come on. Rocco, Pixie, and Arrow. Love it. <laughs> yes, sir. So, you know, just that, you know, glass of wine every now and then, you know, sitting outside on our swing bed out on our back porch or, mm-hmm. you know, depending upon the season of fire pit in the yeah. backyard, you know, just things like that. Sitting there talking with each other, depressing from the day. Like bounce ideas off each other. Yeah, for it's sure. nice. Yeah. All right. So you got you got Netflix and chill. What, yes. what's, what's got your attention these days? Well, we just, okay, it was Amazon Prime and Chill these days. Oh, okay. It was called The Boys. Okay. Was oh, that the on, superhero one? It is. Yes. Okay. Oh, <laughs> so good. So Arrow is Green Arrow right. for our newest dog. Like he got me, he got me into the superhero world. Okay. Yes. So we just watched that. It was really good. Nice. We good like move. dark, morbid stuff. I'm trying to remember who the guy is that's starring in The Boys. He's an actor I really like, though. Um, what character does he play? I, I actually haven't watched the show, but I've just oh, seen the previews for it. It is so um, good. But he's been, he was like in Lord of the Rings. He also was in uh, one of those Lonesome Dove series. Oh, what's his name? Yeah, it's not important. Yeah. <laughs> good show. Yeah. Tell good us show. on Facebook or Instagram. That's right. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll put a quiz Look up. up. Who yes. was this guy? Exactly. <laughs> this guy? Yeah. But not Twitter. It's okay. That's right. We don't. We, we'll put it there, but like. You can put it there, but we're not going to look. We're not so. going to look. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last question. What is one of the best pieces of wisdom or advice you have ever received? Hmm. Okay. So I had a spiritual grandfather of, you know, the sorts back in Tennessee and I used to meet up with him in my younger days and 
he told me one thing that will always stick with me, and I'm pretty sure she probably already knows what I'm going to say. He says, no matter what you do, whether you're flipping hamburgers or bagging groceries, he says, you'd be the best hamburger flipper or bagger that there is. Mm. You know, it doesn't matter. So putting your all into everything. Yeah. That's one thing. It's it's stuck with me. That was probably 15 years ago or more. Yeah. And I still remember like it was yesterday. That's awesome. He's no longer with us, but, Mm. you know, he's a great man. Yeah. Great man. Are you, are you familiar with the, uh, and I think it's Abraham Lincoln, the Abe Lincoln quote that's similar to that. Mm-mm. Whatever you are, be a good one. Okay. Oh, yes. That's a good one. Yeah. I yeah. like that too. You know, just being a good person, man. There's not enough of them in this world. Mm. There really isn't, in my opinion. Yeah. That's pretty much what I'm going to pay you back off of. Is <laughs> just like, whatever you, I'm a big believer in, whatever you put out in the universe, you'll receive back. Yeah. So. That's just kind of in our brand and really it's been going very well. Sure. And we felt blessed to have that opportunity, you know, because it, I don't know, it's just, it's, it's good. It's like, it's awesome to see him like come into his own best version of himself. Mm. Cause I felt like at other companies and stuff, like he wasn't serving his full purpose and me bartending, I'm not serving my full purpose, right. but I finally feel like we're at a place in our life where like, this is where this we're is supposed where to be. we're yeah. meant to be. Like we finally found the starting line, and now we're off. So like, it's an incredible groove to hit for sure. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And yeah. you know, we're faith living people. We believe in God and stuff, and you know, God's taking care of us. You know, mm. He takes care of those who who honor work hard. Him, you know, and and mm-hmm. and do what's right by Him. So That's awesome. We Love definitely it. want to be those people. Yeah, living it out. Amen, brother. Yeah. All right. So the the uh, the secret last question. That's not. I mean, there's 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 five questions. It doesn't that doesn't have the same ring to it. <laughs> you know, it's still an alliteration. Well, no, <laughs> but it's if people want to get a hold of you, how they find you. Okay, you want to handle this one, babe, or you want me to? I got you. Let's go. Um, that was like a Sunny and Cher moment. There yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got you, babe. I got you. I got you, babe. <laughs> um, you can go to Facebook and look up Affordable Air Repair or our URL is facebook.com slash affordable service guys. Our email is affordable service guys at gmail.com. Our website is affordableairrepairs.com in our phone number. I'm going to give you a second. Go ahead. Get your pencil. Get your pen. <laughs> no, really. Okay. It's 2019. Get out your phone. That's right. <laughs> okay. 936-446-9329. That's it. That's all the good stuff. And right you guys there. are on Facebook, Instagram. Facebook, Nextdoor, uh, Instagram, we're working on getting set up on. You know, we've been. We'll link it to our Facebook. So you got to okay. go check that out to find our Instagram. Okay. There yep. you go. There you go. Give you a little homework. We'll, so, we'll link all that stuff up in the show notes for you guys as well. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, reach out to me. Anytime you call that number, you're speaking to the owner of the company. So I'd love to hear how we can help and, you know, put our knowledge towards making you comfortable in your business place or your home. Fantastic. Thank you guys for being with us tonight. Thank you. It's been an awesome episode. Yes, sir. All right, everybody. If you haven't yet, hit the subscribe button and check in with us every Tuesday for new episodes of The Homeowner Show. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.